On today's episode of The Psychic Jam, we are talking about how do I know if I'm psychic? You are listening to The Psychic Jam, a podcast that inspires holisticpreneurs like you to gain confidence, to learn, and to listen to your inner voice. Tune in as featured experts of the Psychic Associates discuss heavy and taboo topics, breaking down all the barriers of the realities of working in this industry. Hello, and welcome to The Psychic Jam. My name is Jay Lane, and I am joined by my beautiful co-hosts, Amber Price and Liz Throp. And today we're having a chat about recognizing the subtle signs that you may be psychic. And ladies, oh my goodness, I'm sure you can all relate to this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> a good one. Yes. And, you know, I've always known that I was psychic, but I always hit it. But my mother actually used to always tell me, you already know that you already know that. And it's like, oh, my goodness. And it was to really trust what I was thinking. But so many of us, you know, we get these little tinges and these little tingles and spidey senses about so so many different things. And I can remember a time way back when when in the 70s, actually, when they just started coming out with Identical, and it was this little contraption that you bought that you plugged into your phone, and it would bring up the caller ID, not the name, but the number. And so it was nice, because, you know, you could avoid certain calls or answer them if they were important. But we didn't need that in our house. You know, I was the identical at home these <laughs> because I always knew who was calling. I'd say, oh, that's grandma. And my mother wouldn't answer the phone because grandma used to love to talk for hours on end. Or if it was Uncle Harvey, I'd say that's Uncle Harvey. And they'd answer right away. It was always the person that I'd say was calling. And I was just young. I was just a young girl. But I still remember having fun with that. It's like, oh, my God, don't answer that. That's grandma. So, Liz, I'm sure you have a couple of things to share with us as to your little spidey senses as well, because I know how connected you are. I I love this conversation. It's one of my favorite conversations, guys. So, you know, one of the things I always tell my clients who are working on their own abilities is if you're saying things like, I knew that was going to happen, or I told you so, uh, any sort of statement like that, likely you are getting downloads from your spirit team and you're ignoring it. So we need you to pay attention. And uh, instead of saying, I knew that was going to happen, I want you to start learning to recognize what you're getting and be able to follow through so you never have to say, darn it, I knew that was going to happen. So I bet you everyone listening right now can think of a moment when that has happened to them. And it's such a common situation. We all have the ability to tune in psychically, all of us. But these are the little subtle tips that, you know, we're hoping you will recognize, you know, that uh, that hopefully help you to tune in stronger because it would be amazing. The other thing is you become like a human lie detector, ladies, right? Yep. (laughs) It's like, you know, one thing I can't tolerate is somebody who lies to me. And, you know, I I imagine that uh, it can be very frustrating to, you know, to people who do try and pull the wool over my eyes, because I immediately, I immediately know, I immediately, there's just like, something makes me want to investigate that more. And or I just immediately now just go, yep, that's not the truth. 
that is not the truth. And so I will delve in. So my grandkids, my daughter couldn't stand it because I would know when she was trying to pull the fast one over my eyes. Um, <laughs> and I would just, it would, it would force me to investigate deeper. And, and I always tell the kids, you know, if you don't want me to know something, never lie to me because I don't make me pay attention. And if I pay attention, then it's going to get bad guys. So that's one of the, the, one of the clues that you may be tuning into. And another one uh, that, that is, you know, often, you know, often used is the, the, you know, the coincidences. So we have these coincidences that happen in our lives that are, you know, uh, we think, we think, geez, like that's a coincidence that that just happened. I was just thinking about that the other day and look at that, it's happening. Or that's just a coincidence that I, I, you know, I had this vision about something and now it's right and happening before me. So these are things that, you know, really take, take you from just being your average everyday human to tapping into your super superhuman abilities, which we like to call psychic abilities. Amber, what are your, what are your tips? The ones that you have shared so far, and even I had to laugh with, um, well, all the ones you shared are awesome because I totally resonate with that. And then I had to laugh about Jay and the identical because I had a flashback of that little box I got one for Christmas. It was a little white box and it had the number and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I forgot about the box. (laughs) So it's true. I can resonate with everything you guys are saying. Um, You know, some of the things that I experienced too are a lot of people being drawn to me, um, you know, like strangers at a store or people wanting to ask for advice. Like, you know, you kind of end up getting to be the go-to person that people want to talk to about things or you know I remember you know growing up and I would people would ask for my opinion or advice as I was growing up through school and I would say you know I'm just a human this is just my perspective they're like but you always have like the best advice it always works out and I'm like I don't know I must be psychic like as a joke and of course little did I know the joke was on me because I later actually understood it that I was (laughs) So, so there was that. Um, and then, you know, yeah, the, the synchronicities of things, I, I don't know, you kind of touched on the coincidences, Liz, but, um, synchronicities, uh, for me, when it was happening to me would be repeating numbers like 1111 or 333, 444, um, or us speaking about something and then all of a sudden it's happening or I want to um you know look at a topic I want to research a topic and then all of a sudden somebody comes to me and says did you know this and then they kind of you know so the synchronicities to me are things that pop up over and over and over again after asking for guidance or advice after speaking to someone else about it and or just in terms of something I didn't even know I needed, but my soul or my higher self, whatever you want to call it, knew I needed. So that would come to me in terms of the synchronicity. So I always pay attention to those things because it's a big validation to me. Like it, it validates to me that I'm being heard, I'm receiving. Um, and it's such a nice feeling to be able to know that you're you're communicating back and forth like that as a psychic with with you know, whether it's spirits or part of my spirit team or the universe at at large, whatever it is, it's just such a comforting feeling to me. 
And then also, you know, how do you know you might be psychic? You might have vivid dreams. The dreams that you have may be so real um, or that they might actually play out. Now, I'm a psychic. I do connect through dreams, but mine are not literal. So I know that if I'm dreaming of somebody um, dying, that I would like take that message and apply it to my experience in that something is going to be a new change. Like I'm going to have a new experience. There's going to be some sort of new opportunity that's going to happen for me. So I always teach when I'm coaching that, you know, you may not be someone who gets a dream that it might be a literal dream just in terms of receiving a psychic dream. Now there are psychics that will say, Oh, I get it. Like literally, like it's, if somebody dies, that person's going to, to die. I'm using horrible, horrible experience, right? Like horrible example right now. Where, where am I going with this? Let's say if someone <laughs> is going to Rome <laughs> and then all of a sudden that person says, Oh, I'm going to Rome. Um, so I think that, you know, it's, it's to know your own, own ability to the point where you can say, I get symbolism or I'm very literal or I know my time frames and that kind of thing. So in terms of dreams, you may have very literal dreams. They're very vivid. You feel like you're there. You're it's happening. Um, do you know, I'm just, do you guys mind if I share an actual uh, dream that I had the other day? Oh, okay, because This was so disturbing to the core and I'm going to go back to death. Oh my God. <laughs> so I had a dream two nights ago now. And it was, so I was sleeping on the couch and my husband was sleeping in the bedroom, which is just like literally 15 feet away from my couch. Now he snores, I'm sorry, Matthew, but he snores. So I oftentimes sleep on the couch in order to just be able to sleep because between spirit coming in and the cats meowing and him snoring, like, I mean, I would be someone who would never sleep a a minute in their life. (laughs) But that particular night I fell asleep and I was having something that I experienced as what I would say is more of like, how do I explain this to you? So you understand it's, it wasn't a dream. It was like an outer body experience that I was watching myself in that moment. Like I had astral projected out of myself and I was watching down upon me. So imagine how terrifying this would be. So I'm laying on the couch and I'm sleeping. I was seeing myself as exactly, so I wasn't myself in this dream. Like I wasn't seeing myself like in looking out like I would be right now. I was behind myself looking and watching like above me. And I was laying on the couch and I was crying in devastation. Like just the the pure devastation that was coming over me, right? Because Matt, in my dream had died. So I remember feeling despair and I was crying and you know, if you've cried so much, you feel sweaty and hot and your stomach is sick and like just grief, you feel grief. Yes. And I looked down at the end of the couch and what was happening was there was one person sitting there. I knew it to be my mom and my dad, but in one being. So it was like I was looking and I was with one person, but it was both of them at the same time. So that's how I knew subconsciously that I was in a dream because you can't in real life have two people combine into to one, right? So two human being bodies. But I was wearing the same clothes. It, it was where we exactly were. The clock on the time of the clock was the exact same time. The show that I was watching on the television was the exact same show. And my parents 
in the one soul body, <laughs> we're saying it's okay, you're going to be okay, it's, it's going to be okay. And I kept thinking, no, 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 it's not okay. And I finally cried myself to sleep. This is a terrible thing. I cried myself to sleep. And then when I woke up in my dream, I thought for a second, oh, thank God it was a dream. But then I realized, oh my God, no, it's not a dream. He died, he's gone. And then that's when I was able to actually wake myself up out of this, whatever the heck this was, this horrible joke, um, to get up out of it. And I was shook for a minute because as a psychic, I know the difference between a dream astral projecting, envisioning things outside of myself and reality. And what really shook me in this particular case was everything was as it was. Mm -hmm. You know, in dreams, you get a little bit of a variation. Like you might be in your home, but not in your home or like it's you, but it's not you. But this was exact. The only thing that made me know about it was the fact that my mom and dad were one being that was the only thing that made me know that it was a dream um so i know i kind of went off on a little tangent and i know that's kind of a very dark story but but it does happen to us as psychics we do have those things now i don't do you think parallel that. universe is that what you're thinking amber so do you know what liz it's funny it's not funny funny not funny that you said that because he i said to matt it was as though I was in an alternate dimension. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what so I'm thinking you experienced. And he says to me in the day, because I said I did not sleep a wink. Like I, I said, you know, now I know how I'll feel if something happens to you. And I said, I always know, like you're the other half of my soul, so I know that that would be very, very, very horrible to go through. I said, but now I know I felt it, like I felt it to be real. So he texts me later because I <laughs> saying, I'm so sorry I shared that with you and I hope you're having a good day and I love you. And he said, oh my God, Amber, I feel like I'm in the movie Final Destination. <laughs> so then it brought up the fact that I can't like other people share dreams or or message somebody out of the blue just to say yes. I was thinking of you. Hello, because I'm always greeted with the oh my God, what's happening? Why? I'm like, I'm just yes. saying hello. Yes. Like, <laughs> Yes. So I think that, um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to have shared my personal experience with that, although a little heavy. I think it's important that if you're questioning if you're psychic, dreams can be a good tool to receive information from, but please don't harbor on them to the point where you believe them to be so literal that it's happening even though I kind of touched on two things. I touched on astral projection and dreaming, um, but I also, and then we we added in there the alternate dimension or parallel universe kind of thing in there too. So as a as a advanced medium or as somebody who's been doing it for a long time, we're able to kind of start asking those questions to see where we are in that. Where was I in that? How did that feel to me? Um, but when you're first starting out and you're questioning if you're a psychic, which is what this episode is all about, Um, I just really wanted to give some caution around the dreams and what you're, what you feel you're predicting, because it can be very, very vast. 
it could be scary you know amber a lot of people come to see me with their dreams and they think that these things are going to happen and so a lot of do people do receive predictions in dreams but it can also be just like some kind of warning or it could just be like a highlight of something that you need to do and so i'm glad that you you delved in that because it doesn't mean that this is going to actually happen it may happen 50 years from now but at the end right. of the day yes. It's to pay attention to what you're even dreaming. And I always say that daydreams and night dreams are kind of the same. The only difference between daydream and night dreaming essentially is that you're not consciously aware when you're dreaming and having thoughts because dreaming is just having a thought in an unconscious state, which is interesting. But speaking of that, you know, I get, um, I get these types of things and a lot of people may be able to relate to that, but I get the, um, you know, you're thinking of seeing someone, you keep on thinking about them all day. Like, why am I thinking of that person? And all of a sudden you get a call from them two, three days later, or, or you hear about them or there's something significant that happens around that person. A lot of people say, well, that's a coincidence, but essentially it's not, it's, it's your spidey senses saying, Hey, you're going to see this person. So I always tell people that in Instead of saying this is a coincidence, try to figure out how many days that prediction actually came to light. Because the thing is, it may take you two, three days. It kind of helps you kind of figure out when these things are going to happen. You know, myself, a little bit of a different thing. And, and you know, I remember working when I was working with the government and we had pools. We had these like, uh, you know, how some people have hockey pools. Well, we had pools on different things. The very first one I joined was one about American Idol years and years ago. And I still remember putting down Kel Kelly Clarkson as the winner from day one. I just had such a, a gut about her winning. And I could just see her inside of my head, you know, getting that prize and all the little, you know, sparklies falling around her and this great big smile. And I, I said to my husband, she's going to win. And he goes, well, how do you know that? She's just starting out as the first, like, there's a lot of elimination. And she did win. And so I won that pool because every single week I would put Kelly, Kelly is number one, Kelly is number one. And then the second time was I won a huge pool. It was a lady in our HR department that was pregnant. And she had told everybody she'd gone for an ultrasound and she was having a little boy and she was all excited. She was already buying all kinds of things for that baby. And so we decided to have a pool and everybody, of course, um, you know, this boy, girl, wait, how long and the due date. And so I had put down everything, but I had put girl. And so everybody says, you're going to lose, Jay, because like, everybody's putting boy down. I said, oh, I don't know. I keep on seeing pink when I think of her and I don't know why, but I have to go with girl. And they all laughed at me. So of course months goes by and she had a girl. <laughs> so I won the pool because it <laughs> and I won a big load of money too. So it was pretty good. And so after that, it's like, Jay, we're not putting you in any pools. You're too psychic. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, oh, come on, I want to win more money, you know. So the thing, <laughs> is, the thing is, you know, we are all psychic, we all have a little bit of something in us. And, you know, the thing is, um, at the end of the day, it's just to really trust it. So for those of you who think that you're not psychic out there, you may want to start writing things down just to kind of refer back to it. Because, you know, when it happens, and you read it, and you you know, the date you predicted it, or you know, the day you wrote it down, and you look at that, and you start scratching your head and going, 
Hmm. Okay. And then another thing comes true or another thing happens. And the next thing you're starting to question yourself, like, oh, oh, there's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with you. You have great spidey senses and that's what it's all about. And I think all of us are connected somehow. It's just some people trust a little bit more or just um, really kind of notice it. There's more of an awareness, I guess, around those types of things. So it's to do that. And, you know, coming to that, you know, I, I think it's so important um, to, to also tell people that everybody has different types of awarenesses. You know, it's not going to be just like knowing something. Sometimes it could be the slightest little thing. You could be going somewhere and you have a gut feeling about something and you're going, oh, I don't know, for some reason, I was so excited about going here, but I just don't feel like going. And then next thing you know, you go and something awful's happened and you just kind of knew it you know? And so mm -hmm. the thing is, it's to really trust that gut of yours, no matter what. And if you're feeling something to go with it, to trust it, because, you know, it'll never lead you down the wrong path, that's for sure. And so I love that. The other thing I was going to talk about is our course, because one of the reasons why I really love doing our psychic development course was because it's for everybody. It's for a person that just wants to learn a little bit more about their, their own senses. It could be someone that's wanting to develop them. But what I was really excited about was starting to teach this course was that we are getting perspective of two other people and, and myself. It's not just me. So I may be feeling a different way and Liz sees it a different way and Amber gets it a different way. And so I think that this appeals to so many people because they're not just getting the opinion of one person, right? 100%. So, yeah. So I absolutely love that. Anything else to add, ladies? I think this was such a fun subject. Yeah, I think it was fun too. I think there's so many different ways to to know if you're psychic. And I think even if you're asking yourself the question, <laughs> you likely are because nobody sits there thinking, I wonder if I am yet it's never come into my awareness and no one's ever told me and I have no reason to be asking. There's usually something. So if you find yourself asking, you're likely going to need to investigate more about what it means because I can tell you once you identify that you are, your life will start to go into this higher level of ease because yeah. now you know and now you're able to understand yourself to a deeper level so i think that the first step is understanding if you are or not so that's why this is a great topic i think so too and it's true and and the thing is you're right amber the more you tap into it the more it becomes it just increases that awareness so much more and it just you know, even if you don't do it as a psychic, it really helps you navigate your life in such an amazing way because you're able to trust every decision that you make moving forward. And it just makes your life a little bit happier. Thank you so much, ladies. This was great. I really appreciate it. For those of you who have not visited our site, psychicassociates.com. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Psychic Jam. Please share if you liked our podcast. For more information on our services, or if you'd like to be listed on our directory, please visit thepsychicassociates.com.